you need to warm up, warm up your vocal cords a little. Me, me, me. Yeah. A little something mm. in there. We can. I probably do need some water. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> Good thing I got you the water. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. Any tips? You ever done this before? I've never done this before. Man, this first episode <laughs> may suck, but we'll. I really think it will. What? I said I really think it will. Oh, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not planning on it being very good, but I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. We've talked about this for a long time. All right. Hello and welcome to the Talks on the John podcast, a podcast where I, John, bring random guests and talk about random things. Today's episode is brought to you by Subway, Eat Fresh, and my guest today is Drew Cox. Drew, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. My name's Drew Cox. I... My wife is Tyra Cox. We got one son, Judd. I've known John Michael for a couple years now through church. And so, yeah, I'm excited to be here. It's a good. You're we've been our, talking about this for quite a while. You're our what? Our on the verge pastor or something like that? What do we? Yeah, we some emergent something like that. I do youth and college ministry at the church <laughs> that, that we go to. So Perfect. Um, how long have we been? When, when do we start? We talked about starting a, like a movie podcast at one point. But when did we really start talking about movies? Oh, man, probably. It seems like it just happened. <laughs> Shortly after, probably right after CrossCon, man, we, we started that making it, that connection and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, I remember it's been going on for a while. I don't even know what, where I was or what I was doing, but I wasn't around you. And I just saw you quote a tweet that and it was like something like, if you had all like all this time or something, what would you do? And you said something about starting a podcast with me. And I was like, huh, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I listened to this podcast, man, called The Rewatchables. And I, have you ever heard of it? Huh. It's been it, Bill Simmons. Uh, so it's through the Ringer Network. They produce a lot of great podcasts. But they talk about rewatchable movies. And that's where it hit me. I was like, I man, that would be a great, like, that's such a great idea for a podcast. So I know I'm not as, I mean, I'm not as, like, well-versed in movies as they are. Right. That's I, I just love talking about it. I like only started like caring about movies like a couple years ago. So like random like iconic movies that I probably should have seen and haven't. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't seen like Silence of the Lambs. Uh, yeah. I know you put Goodwill Hunting on your list of best movies. I actually have. Classic. I watched that like a year ago. Yeah. Pretty good. It's uh, man. There's just there's certain movies that probably everybody should see, and then there's certain movies that I think are overrated. Like if you right. go onto the IMDb kind of the top 150 mm-hmm. uh like the number one movie of all time they consider is uh oh shawshank redemption really it's it's decent it's just not like it's not a 9.2 out of 10 so well it's hard i wish someone would come up with like a someone probably has one somewhere but like a decent list of like good movies like the ones you have to see and it's like you look that up you get all these like random movies from like the 60s i'm like i don't i think it started like maybe 1990 sure how many yeah. great movies were made before then? I don't feel like that many. <laughs> I don't care about like how hard it was to make the movie. Like, oh, there was not that much technology. So it's really, yeah. that doesn't matter. I think I just started, I mean, I'm kind of like you. I, I've had to kind of go back and rewatch some of the classics that I've, I've always enjoyed, but I've just enjoyed them on a very, like, just cursory level. Mm-hmm. But once I started learning how to deep dive into films and like the right. intricacies of making it and all this kind of stuff and, even just thinking about things like cinematography and direction, and right. it's pretty interesting. Like, I mean, I don't know, like two years ago, I couldn't have even told you who Roger Deakins is. 
I can now he's you probably yeah, and and some people are like that, but like he's one of the greatest cinematographers. I mean, really? the Revenant. Okay, like, yeah. Okay, so that movie is decent. I was just talking about that one today. But the the cinematography in that is on another level. Yeah, you ever watch like Cinema Sins? So like YouTube yeah. about that. Yeah, <laughs> I watched one for the Revenant, and it was like fifty <laughs> times. He's like cinematic shot of trees, cinematic shot of trees. <laughs> he's like, how many minutes of this yeah. is just trees? <laughs> it's pretty much Denis Villeneuve letting Roger Deakins just flex mm-hmm. the whole time. I mean, just cinematography. I like it though. I mean, that's so. that's why I watch like Planet Earth stuff like that. Yep. Which I was talking to someone about that just like yesterday about. I think those are like the best film things on Netflix. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, to me, the Netflix, where Netflix kills it is documentaries. Yeah. Um, like even the Ted Bundy one that just came out this, this past year, the Ted Bundy tapes were great. Mm-hmm. I watched um, that in like a day. <laughs> the the making of murder, I know there's some kind of historical inaccuracies probably in all of that, but right. there's a lot of good documentaries on Netflix. I don't know. Netflix originals are, they're decent. Very hit or miss, I feel yeah. like. Like, you just, have some really good ones. Yeah. Like, Stranger Things, obviously, it's, like, a really good Netflix original. And oh, then there's yeah. whatever that new one that just came out, Tall Girl, wasn't that a Netflix original? I think so. I haven't <laughs> I haven't watched it. Um, I, my brother was watching it at the house, and I watched, like, parts of it. And I was like, yeah. why is this even on a TV anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're just watching it because it's bad. And I was like, that <laughs> does not seem worth it. Yeah, there's <laughs> too much good to waste your time <laughs> watching like, something exactly. bad. Uh, Str- yeah, Stranger Things is probably my favorite of the Netflix originals. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite TV show ever. Uh, it's up there, but it's definitely probably the best Netflix. Um, I just finished the first season of Living With Yourself. Oh, Paul Rudd. Did, it's did actually, I tell you to watch that? Have we talked about that yet? I think we talked. I think I asked you if you had watched it and you said that you were starting it or something I like that. I finished it. I really liked it. It's weird. It man. is. I I really enjoyed it. I think Paul Rudd's hilarious though. So. Yeah, I I love Rudd in both serious and yeah. you know just as a as a comedic actor too. I just think he's so um, funny. <laughs> but that that was a, a a perfect like bingeable if that's even mm-hmm. a word show. You know, eight episodes. I think all of them were under thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, I always appreciate the under thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Strong cameo by Tom Brady. In the very yeah. first episode, which was great. Which I was just trusting that it was actually Tom Brady because I don't even know what that guy looked like. Yeah. I was just like, was, yeah, that's that probably was, him. That's probably funny. It was a really cool, cool cameo, which he caught some heat for it because they were thinking really? it applied to something different. But it it, it was good. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great show. It is it is weird, so it kind of takes some getting used to. But right. There's like so many it. shows like that that I'm like, I recommend this from like certain standpoints, but you have to be the right person to watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's how I am. So, like Taylor Sheridan, director of One River. Um, we have we have yeah. plenty of time coming up on One River. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so Sheridan's my guy. Like I will I will watch anything with Sheridan. Hell or High Water. Um, he Great wrote. Movie. He didn't direct, but he wrote the first Sicario, and did some of the writing for the second one, which I think both of them are really good. Um, but he wrote this show and directs it called Yellowstone, and it's a western. Is it on Netflix? No, it's on Paramount Network. Really? I'm like, I mean, like, I feel like I'm going back to the Stone Age, but I wait for every week to come out. So I, I feel watch like it I've heard people other than you talk about it. It's really good. There's some stuff. I mean, yeah, that that I don't particularly enjoy that's right. in it, but most of this, most of the episodes are are great, and the whole storyline of it is good. And plus, the the family name is the Duttons, and that's my wife's maiden name, so I kind of feel like a weird like, connection to it. <laughs> 
So that's funny. I think I think let's go ahead and talk about Wind River. I can't. I'm. It's like waiting to open the biggest Christmas box. It. I don't want to wait. I want to open it first, and the small things will come after. Wind River. <laughs> so for for those of you that are listening. This is this is like the movie that started John Michael and I's connection. I think with it really, I think that was the the beginning yeah. of it all. <laughs> I, I I don't know where it, where it lies for me in terms of like top movies of all time. It's it's in the top five to seven, I'm sure. But it's easily one of the best movies I've seen in the last five years. Absolutely. Easily. Um, Jeremy Renner's far and away probably his best performance the only one that I can think of that comes close is probably Hurt Locker I don't think I've even seen that Hurt Locker is a great it's a great movie I think it's directed uh, it's Catherine Bigelow it won an Oscars which that's Oscars are not always a good (laughs) good indicator of if it's great or not nine times out of ten I haven't seen Oscar winning movies yeah Yeah. I don't really hear that much about that. <laughs> but but Wind River is I mean it's it's not even close. It's far away. That it's movie really has shaped you you're reading I have a for people not in the room, I have a whiteboard with a three different life plan options on it. But all three of them end with retiring at a ranch in Wyoming and it's a hundred percent because of Jeremy Renner's character and Wind River. Oh man. All I want is to be Jeremy Renner in that brown car hard jacket and cowboy hat (laughs) so i i listened to this guy his name's chris stuckman and he Mm -hmm. does these uh reviews of movies on youtube he's got a lot of followers he's good he's he's really good to listen to i don't always agree with him but but he said something about one river that i remember and i and i watched the second time through and i was like yes I, i totally understand what he means but he was saying how it's one of those rare movies where the setting of the story actually feels like a character mm-hmm. in the story yeah like they're on this land it's so vast there's not there's so much ground to cover and just not a lot of help and they're kind of right. left to themselves um but even just from a cinematography standpoint just the shots that they get in that movie are enough to like you said make you want to retire yeah. there and live there and yeah i mean i've watched that that opening scene where he shoots that coyote i've watched that several times i'm pretty <laughs> sure they actually shot a coyote I, i'm sure they did it does not I'm look sure like it's fake that's, and the, if it that, is fake i'm impressed either way oh yeah and that's one of the things about taylor sheridan he he doesn't he doesn't really hold anything back so i'm i'm right i'm pretty sold that that probably actually did happen he, he doesn't shy away from those things he likes to be kind of real and raw and honest in his filmmaking so yeah, yeah I, that's what and that movie and Hell or High Water, I like. I see like similarities. The reason yeah. I watched Hell or High Water, partly actually, I have to go ahead and shout out uh, Heath Anderson and James Singleton on their Man Dude and Guest podcast. Go listen to them <laughs> before you listen to me. Um, they're my not necessarily inspiration for a podcast, but my push to start one. Uh, and they've talked about Wind River, Hell or High Water, and Taylor Sheridan a little bit, but listen to their podcast i heard hell or high water was at least on a similar level to wind river so i was like well <laughs> i gotta watch this because there's like probably at least one night every week when i think man i'd like to watch a movie a lot like wind river without having to rewatch wind, wind river for the 10th <laughs> time uh so hell or high water was a nice kind of i don't know like a filler for not having another oh, wind yeah. river <laughs> and it's got uh so gil birmingham who is the father whose daughter is murdered in Wind River. Right. Um, he, doesn't, plays a, 
he did such a good job with that yeah, role. He, he plays a great father, grieving, but yet also kind of balancing between revenge mm. and grief and what to do next. Um, but he's in hell or high water. He's also the, the police officer alongside uh, who's the other Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know yeah. his name. I just know how he talks. <laughs> yeah. um, and he played, he plays the mayor of this community in Yellowstone. So Jeff Bridges kinda, does for the... Uh, Gil Birmingham. And so he's he's in a lot of Sheridan stuff. Um, and you can kind of see that Sheridan really brings out the best mm-hmm. in, in his acting. So uh, And those like final scenes of Wind River, which I don't know, it's just a podcast with spoilers. I haven't. It yeah. seems like if you haven't seen Winter Ever, you're not living anyway. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been out you're for three years. We're past the spoiling point for this. So <laughs> Whenever whenever you're at the end and they're kind of leading you to believe that uh, that they've like killed themselves or whatever. He's like walking through the house and they're not sure where, like, where the dad is and the mom's in the bed. And yeah. first of all that, I was like, I was so upset. I was distraught when that first came on. And I was oh, like, Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, but then his acting at that very, like those very end yeah. scenes. And even when they're on the porch, when he first finds out, yeah. Uh, he, he did like a great job. Oh man. He's, I mean, just, and he has a relatively small amount of screen time. Mm-hmm. Yet he also feels, I mean, he's a central character of the movie, no doubt, but it right. just feels like he is in total command and just owns whatever scene he's in. Which even, is, even when, which is saying a lot, cause he's going up against Renner. Right. But they just bounce off of each other and you kind of like, I don't know. The movie just feels like they're legitimate, good, close mm-hmm. friends, probably even in real life. Too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... I don't remember what he says to him on the porch, but I remember like loving that quote. I feel like That's whenever I feel like it was one of those movies that, um, like the first time I watched it, I think I was into film at that point, but like uh-huh. the first time I watched it, I wasn't even thinking about all the great things about, it. I was just like actually enthralled in the movie and then got to watch it a second time and be excited about like all the film parts of it. Yeah. Which is nice because usually I'm like already thinking about the film stuff before like enjoying the movie anyway. Which yeah. I can I can do both, but sure. I feel like Wind River was good enough that I like just enjoyed it first and then watched all that stuff, which was oh yeah hard to find. Yeah, yeah. There's some movies. I mean, and again, that's a great. It's just a great re- rewatchable movie. Um, man, we, I could sit here and just pick apart favorite scenes, favorite yeah, you know, favorite quotes. You mentioned the one on on the porch. Are you talking about when Renner is talking to him, or when what what? Birmingham, Gil Birmingham says back to Renner. I don't even remember. I know they have that that great dialogue, and he's yeah, it's he's the whole talking thing about. Really good. I think he, I think it's when he's talking about the therapy. He might be talking about therapy. Yeah, yeah. He says something. He says, so I'm, I'm pulling it up here. It says, "I'd like to tell you it gets easier. It doesn't." Yeah. If it. there's any comfort, it's getting used to the pain. I suppose. We went to a grief seminar in Casper, and he goes on telling this story. He says, I got some, he says, I got good news and I got some bad news. Yes. Bad news is you're never going to be the same. You're never going to be whole. Not ever again. You lost your daughter. Nothing's ever going to replace that. Now, the good news is as soon as you accept that and you let yourself suffer, you allow yourself to visit her in your mind and you'll remember all the love she gave you, all the joy you knew. Point is, Martin, you can't steer from the pain. If you do, you'll rob yourself. You'll rob yourself of every memory of her. Every last one from her first step to her last smile. Kill them all. Just take the pain, Martin. You hear me? Take it. It's the only way you'll keep her with you. 
if I didn't have like 15 or more minutes to fill, I would absolutely just end it right there. <laughs> I could just cut the audio with the end of that quote. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's excellent writing, but it's also like, that's real conversation right. when people are dealing with grief. That's not some kind of pithy monologue that he created uh-huh. just to kind of sound beautiful, but it, it is beautiful, but that's real life language that he's using there for people dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, whenever he, uh, he's talking about, I can't remember the kid's name, but I think the, it's the brother. Um, that's like out, he's been in the trailer house and they've got him in the, in the truck. And he's like, it's not, he's talking about like, I figured you could fight the world, but I figured the world will win. So I yeah. just decided to fight the feeling instead or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's another character, man. He just, He's so misunderstood and confused and just felt like he couldn't get out. And you don't, I mean, yeah, he lived a terrible life, but, but you really do feel for him. I've always liked that, the scene wherever he like catches them saying was, uh, yeah. using the past tense about his sister. And he's like, why'd yeah. you say was? And like, what are you, what are you talking about? What happened to her? Yeah. I saw that. I thought that was like a good way for him to find out. Like, yeah, I don't feel like a lot of people do that. Yeah. I think, I think my only qualm with this movie. Yeah, and, there's a qualm. And again, there's, there's the scene, you know, where they explain, what happened and it's graphic and you know that right they didn't i don't think they had to do that um uh, but i think my only qualm is man there's like this weird flex at the end of the movie with john bernthal just popping up and he's such a good actor i just wish he would have been in the movie more. oh you mean like how he kind of just comes in yeah. halfway through the yeah, yeah he, I just, thought that was he just shows up and you're like wait that's that's John Bernthal. That's the Punisher. Like, why is he only in five minutes of this movie? Yeah, he's not in that much of it. I was like, wait a second. Uh, I, it's funny because you say it's a rewatchable movie. Have I ever told you, like, the first time? I'm sure I have. First time I watched this movie, I was on spring break with, like, three of my good friends. And we, I don't even remember. I guess we just thought it looked good on Netflix. I hadn't heard about it before. Yeah. And we watched it. And we woke up the next day. We were at the beach. We woke up all at like 10 or 11, and instead of going out on the beach, we re-watched that movie. I don't even know how that happened. I'm surprised other people let it happen, but I was, I was all are, for it. All of a sudden, y'all are wishing you're not at the beach, but you're on a ranch I was alone. Like, <laughs> exactly. I was like, man, it is warm at this beach, but I would take the cold right now. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking, I was, and I haven't thought this until just now, but even just looking at the cover of it. Mm-hmm. They're such iconic characters within the boat. So you have uh, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays the FBI in it, the FBI also agent. a pretty big and a, actor. Yeah, great performance by her, too. But, she, you know, she's Scarlet Witch, and he's Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And yet when you're watching it on the screen, that never comes across yeah. your mind. They, they're kind of absorbed, and they feel like totally different characters. Sometimes it's hard, you know, like... You, there's there's only there's rare people that can take on roles like that. Like when you look at Christian Bale in a movie, you don't necessarily see Batman. Right. He's been Batman. He was the best one so far, in my opinion. But he just kind of takes on whatever character he's in. Yeah. So that's a testimony to so just kind of their. There's certain characters that are kind of like stuck in their roles. Like I thought, like, like Mark Wahlberg's like pretty good. And I like him as an actor, but I feel like he plays the same role. Or yeah, he's the just, same two roles, really. Yeah, he's the same guy. It's him and the director, uh, uh, Peter Berg. And so they're just right. same movies, same kind of premise. He's going to be the hero. He's going to be a manly guy. And he's good. He's good right. at what he does. But, yeah, Someone I totally agree. stuck in their role. 
I watched, I think it was a horror movie the other day. And I don't know why on God's Green Earth someone thought they could cast the Allstate guy. The Allstate <laughs> the, guy. the, like, the ginormous oh, black yeah, yeah, yeah. like Super deep voice. Yeah. yeah. You can't hear his voice and hear anything else. <laughs> I was like, well, who thought that you could, like, he's stuck in the Allstate commercials. Because yeah. I watched that whole movie and I was like, <laughs> I'm thinking about it my car insurance. <laughs> so have you seen it, Chapter 2? Yeah. Okay. Thoughts? Did, did I you? thought it was great. Okay. I thought it was funnier than the first one. I mean, a little bit rougher, probably. Yeah. Certain scenes sure. are kind of whatever, but... So, I think they did a great job of matching the cast, like, oh, yeah. younger to older, especially Bill Hader um, and, and Finn Wolfhard. That's a great pairing. The guy who plays the little kid with the broken arm and the placebos, I forget his name, but yeah. but that was a perfect match. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's something like, like James something, James Rant. Ransom or Ransom, something like that. He was in another horror movie, Sinister, with oh, Ethan Hawke. That. That's a really good movie. That's probably the best, like the at least the yeah. scariest horror movie that. I, and I don't usually take to like actual no. scares in horror movies. They're not usually that good. Yeah, like I usually just watch them just because like whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I think Sinister and Paranormal Activity, and I'll say The Last Shift. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's the first one I, I ever watched was on Netflix. Okay. Um, those are probably like the three, like those are good, genuinely give you a little something kind yeah. of horror movies. Sinister, man, the found footage is what got me in Sinister. When, oh, he's, yeah. when they're pushing the lawnmower and just all the different things that they find in the in the found footage, that was terrifying. But that's where that guy's from. But to, to bring it back, so what I was saying about It Chapter 2 and all the way back to our talk about characters that can't seem to get out of that one fit, I, I could not stop thinking about the old spice guy. So Mike, the old Mike. Oh my! Did gosh. you even not? Did you not notice? I didn't this? even catch so it. So Isaiah Mustafa, it. he's the old spice I'm guy. Turn this off. He's now. the guy that's like, <laughs> you know, flexing and talking about. Oh, now look at look at your man. Now look at me. Now look back so to your funny. man. Yeah, that's him. And so I see it the now. whole time. I was just like, yeah, I wish. I wish I didn't have that <laughs> wish image. Didn't have that image. Yeah. I wish I didn't either. Now I do. <laughs> there you go. So when I you rewatch, re-watch it, that, <laughs> yeah. The only thing about it too is I didn't even realize there were that many kids. I should have gone and watched it one before. Yeah. Because I was like, how many? Who's who? How many kids are there? <laughs> had you not seen it one? I you? had. It had just been a while, and I didn't think to rewatch it before going and seeing it too. And so I was like, who yeah. is everyone? I've heard supposedly they're making a single five-hour movie that would be like both of them combined and yeah. maybe like interlaced a little bit so that uh-huh. the flashbacks are a little more so easy same, to follow. same characters everything it's not like a total remake they're just splicing no. together i think they're literally just like cutting and moving things around i don't I'm, think there's anything extra or less i think i'd watch it i think i would it's awesome but when you think about if you think about sitting down to watch two, two and a half hour movies, that's one thing. Yeah. When you think about sitting down to watch a movie and you're like, I won't be done with this for five hours. That's, that's kind of true. a lot. <laughs> like, you got to have a free day. Yeah. The, the only thing, I thought the runtime was a little long. It was a bit long. Two. One, it didn't, the runtime didn't feel as long on, on chapter one. No, I didn't think so. Nearly three hours. It was actually closer you gotta to three hour movie. You got to have a good movie for three hours. And and the part in the middle where they're finding their kind of artifact, yeah, it it just drugs at different times where it you know one characters would find their artifact and get out yeah. and then it goes to the next and you just know you're waiting on something scary to happen right 
And so some of it was really good. And some of those kind of jump scares were earned by like mm-hmm. a lot of tension, but I don't know. It just seemed repetitive, but I love the movie overall. That was just kind of my only right. problem was that middle, middle act that I think could have been short. I feel like, honestly, I feel like they kind of throw, I feel like it's such a mainstream horror movie. Like everybody's going to watch it. And when you talk about like a mainstream horror movie, not that many people love horror movies. So I think you kind of cater to a bigger audience. If you, incorporate more jump scares and less like yeah underlying fear or whatever you want to call it that's and that's what's so frustrating about horror movies today i mean you're getting stuff like like i haven't even watched it but i can just tell it's probably terrible but this new countdown that's coming yeah, out it looks horrible <laughs> it just looks so bad and i've looked at rotten tomatoes which is not always accurate but no i mean the reviews are Sometimes. terrible it's pretty much all jump if, scares if rotten tomatoes is below 30 percent you should probably believe it right <laughs> i don't know where countdown's at but yeah the I only movie that i've seen in the past two to three years that i thought oh my gosh like jump scares aside they earned it it was a great the tension was there the whole time was probably the conjuring um so the the first conjuring was fantastic was good, yeah but then and and the conjuring 2 wasn't bad either but they did this whole spinoff series and that's where like mm-hmm. you get the witch and the nun and the mm-hmm. uh, curse of law, Yorona. all those are just terrible. I didn't watch, I haven't seen the witch. I haven't seen the curse of law, Yorona. I watched the nun and I wasn't impressed. Yeah. I, it looked really good coming yeah. up on it. And then I was like, I just didn't care that much. It wasn't very scary. Yeah. It seemed disconnected. Yeah. You like insidious? I really loved the Insidious movies, and then they they just went and they ruined everything in Insidious One when they like showed you the character. You yeah. never, yeah. My thing about horror movies is your imagination is so much scarier oh than anything gosh, visual yes. effects can ever put on the screen. Yep. And I don't know why people thought that we'll just show this little that character was not scary at all. Yep. I was like, this this is it. This this way was under my imagination. So that was kind of yeah. I agree. It's, it's, any movie where you end up seeing, which like it would maybe be a like a exception to that. You see what you're afraid of, kind of thing. Sure. But which I actually one of the things about it too was that they, I thought they did a really good job with the CGI. Like, term like Aquaman, I did not feel like the CGI was ready yeah. for that because there see, was I mean, obviously a lot of CGI. See, I'm not a big DC. Guy, I'm not so either. But when you get on a long plane ride, you sure. got to do something. Sure. <laughs> uh, that's why I've seen Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel and I heard Wonder Woman is great though. That's what everyone says. I was underwhelmed. You didn't like it, maybe much? because it was hyped up. I yeah. don't know. I thought Captain I Marvel also was, rarely come was off of hot garbage. When, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> when I watch a movie on a plane, I rarely like it. Yeah. Arrival was an exception to that. I don't no, know if it's because they're just bad movies that are on planes, or if I just yeah. don't like watching movies on planes. Mm. Um. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Man, Captain Marvel, that was a big disappointment. She was a disappointment in her own movie, and then she was a disappointment when she ex machina the entire Avengers series. Yeah. I was like, the, this, we waited. I don't have an answer for that. Well, Is there something else I can help with? Wow. My, Siri has recorded the last 10 minutes of our conversation. <laughs> uh, when I, I was like, we waited years for the end of this whole phase three, whatever Avengers yeah. thing. And yeah. you ended it with Captain Marvel, just laser beaming through the entire problem. Yeah. It, it just felt so rushed. And I don't know, we've had all these years to fall in love with these oh, other right. characters and kind of form a connection. And then she just right. comes in and yeah. kind of just, I don't the know. Show. And it's not a stab at 
Brie Larson. I mean, no. I sent you that list. Room. I don't feel like she was a great actor for the character. No. Not a bad actor in general, but have I don't you, think she was great for that. Have you seen the movie Room? No. Okay, so you got to check it out. It's probably, in terms of just emotionally effective, it's probably one of the top five movies I've ever seen. Um, so the whole premise is she and Jacob Tremblay, who's another good kind of up and coming child actor. He's the one from, uh, what's the movie? Oh, what's that? I can't, I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but wonder wonder. He's the boy. He's, you seen wonder. He's the boy with kind (laughs) of the deformed face and wonder. Um, he's a great actor, but it's them two and they're, they're in a room and oh, she was in. kidnapped, and then Jacob Tremblay is her and the kidnapper's child, but he's kept her in, and the whole story is, are they going to get out? And then when they get out, how does she deal with kind of PTSD and stuff like that? And there's a moment in that movie, I won't spoil it, but <clears throat> I'd watched this movie already before. This was mm-hmm. back when Tyra and I were living in Louisville. Tyra, my wife, cannot watch 30 minutes of a movie she's asleep the first you know first five ten minutes of the movie she's out which is why i love having these conversations with you because she doesn't care about movies um so i'm glad she let me do this but (laughs) i woke her up at this one scene in particular like i was shaking crying and i woke her up and she thinks oh my gosh he's gotten a phone call you know that something has something awful has happened and I'm like, babe, it's just, it's just this movie. And this, she's like, Drew, this is the second time you've watched this. Like you knew that was coming, <laughs> but it's so good. So Brie Larson is a good actress. Um, I would say if you're going to watch any movies with her, it'd be Room. And then there's a, a indie film called Short Term 12. Okay. They're really good with her in it. Perfect. But not Captain Marvel. <laughs> I felt, uh, I, my thing about her whole character, I just thought it was so funny when, they made this whole big, I'm not going to use the word feminist statement <laughs> um, <laughs> in the Avengers movie uh, where yeah. she like, I don't remember. I think it's Brie that comes in and they're like, oh, she didn't do it. And they're like, she's not alone. She has help. And it's all the female yeah, characters, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, Scarlet Witch is the only useful female character. Yeah. Like you can't argue. So that. you can see like Palm in the back and you're like, what are you going to do? Exactly. You have what, nothing. what did they do? It was just like to make the statement. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> well, you know. And then the funny thing about it was that no one did anything. She just like turned into a rocket and <laughs> shot out of the scene. Yeah. She's the only one from that <laughs> she, whole pile of people right there. It was like the first anything. like two seconds. It was like slow motion of people like getting everybody. And then yeah. she just like left. And yeah. Like, well. <laughs> and, and what's, I mean, I like. So like Gamora and Scarlet Witch and Black Widow, like they're all awesome characters right. in themselves. But that was just it. It seemed a little forced. It seemed like they were making up for like years of not having powerful yeah, characters. Sure. I that being said though, I am excited for uh, the the uh, Black Widow movie. Yeah, which also has good. David Harbor from Stranger Things. Okay. He's one of the characters. You mentioned you're not a DC person. Have you seen the trailers for the Harley Quinn movie? I can't remember what it's even called. I think it's called Birds of Prey. Yes, it is. Um, The trailer, honestly, will say what you think. (laughs) I I don't, man, I haven't seen enough of that character in, like, Suicide Squad. 
right. to get excited when I see the trailer. DC is just that they have so much potential and they keep ruining it. I don't know who was in charge of Dark Knight, but yeah. they should be in charge of everything. Because yeah. like the, the Birds of Prey trailer looks miserable. Like I was like excited and then I watched the trailer and I was like, right. I can already feel how corny and cheesy this movie is. <laughs> is like, Jared Leto in that one? As, I, as Joker? I think maybe. That was a huge a misstep, bit, man. But he wasn't... I don't think he's in it very much. I don't think okay. he's the like the main, main character. He's, like, he probably can be a little bit. But. He, he's been the worst Joker to really? date. I thought like he did an okay job, but it's so hard to follow. Like No one's going to follow Ledger. And yeah. I haven't watched the new one, the, whatever his name is, Joaquin. Yeah, yeah Phoenix. Um, But... I mean, I think, honestly, even if he did a better job, I don't think anyone's ever going to say that he did a better no, job. No, I mean, le- what Ledger did was just iconic. And it might just be because Ledger did it first. I don't know. But yeah. I think I, one of the best acting oh, jobs yeah. ever. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I I haven't seen the new Joker. But from what I understand, it's they're saying that it's even it's not really even comparable because it's no, such a it different like story. There's such a, you know... Even with the Dark Knight, Ledger was great, and there there was kind of a dark feel, but you still had that comic comic book mm-hmm. kind of presence in that movie. That I think that kind of goes out the window with uh, the new one, the yeah, one that's kind I of heard it's like directed by Todd Phillips or something like that. But yeah, so I don't know, but I just know that the the little bit that I've seen of Jared Leto. He's just trying too hard. Yeah. He's just over the top. Which, that might be a directional call. Like, it may not be Leto's choice. It may be like they could have told him to be over the top about it. I know he was doing stuff that... was. He was trying to stay in character, which, again, when you're... So you know Heath Ledger did that, and you know how iconic his performance was. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you have to do something so different. So that it doesn't look like you're trying exactly. to copy. Because if any any ounce of remake would be like, well, you didn't do it as good as him. Sure. So you got to be like, we were sure. doing something else. So he, I mean, there was stuff like he was sending like dead animals or stuff. Like he'd put dead animals and stuff in people's trailers. You're on the movie. Leto or the new Leto. Really? Leto, yeah. He was just, I, but I don't know. I don't know if that was him just trying to get into the character yeah. and then that resulted in an over the top performance. That character or, is not even really like that. Like he's not as dark and like cynical it doesn't seem like he's just more like crazy yeah which i would say from what i can tell the newest joker is more dark and crazy like cynical whereas the dark knight joker is like like just insane right um which also obviously is dark he puts someone's head through a pencil or whatever (laughs) but um great scene by the way yeah (laughs) but uh i saw some like ad pop up the other day. I was like, can you actually put a pencil through someone's head? And it's like a whole video <laughs> for it. I didn't watch it. But it's like almost got me. Um, uh, the thing about with DC, like the whole, if you, if you watch the sentences on DC, like the, on the suicide squad movie, it's hilarious. Like yeah. it's like, this could, they used to talk about like, this movie could be a movie about, like surviving helicopter crashes you should never survive he's like point i never <laughs> noticed it but like there's literally three helicopter crashes in which no one important on them dies yeah. and they're like huh. balls of flame rolls the helicopter <laughs> kind of like 
I was like, in the history of anything, has anyone ever survived a helicopter crash? Probably, but not by staying in the helicopter. I don't think. What did you think of, uh, is it Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor? He's a kid from the social network. I know who Jesse Eisenberg is. I haven't seen. He's he's in Zombieland, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. Anything with Lex Luthor is okay. Lex Luthor movie. I, I just watched one clip, and it looked like he. I don't know if if I was just basing it off of a like five minute. Would be in a superhero. Movie. Yeah, he seems like. I mean, it's an it's an odd fit, but even just the five minute scene that I watched, I thought, well, that's. I mean, that's five minutes better than any bit of Ben Affleck <laughs> being Batman I've ever seen. Yeah. So I just thought, I don't know. I'm not with the Ben Affleck being Batman thing. Yeah, I, I like him. I am either. I mean, Good Will Hunting, like I said, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Ben He's Affleck. In, um, the Accountant, right? The Accountant, yeah, great did, movie. Great you ever seen The Town? I don't think with him in it's him and Renner from Wind River. You need to watch I'm it. Have to watch that. One. It's a good one. I'm gonna have it's to read this movie. and hear all the movies I need to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, I want to keep going back to how bad Suicide Squad is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like oh man, we can trust Rock's character is worthless. The oh. boomerang guy dies like instantly. The grappling guy dies like instantly. Just yeah. you three like supposedly main characters that they were like we can't justify them doing anything, so we're just gonna kill them off. <laughs> and then like the like climax of the movie was like someone using the b word on someone else. I'm gonna say the <laughs> b word because I think this podcast is gonna be clean. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. Um, I was just like, that was what I waited two hours to hear. The, the, the writing, the scripting oh, so on the movie cheesy. is horrible. It's so bad. Like, it's appalling. It's not, it's like a Disney movie. But, like, if Disney was like, oh, we're going to be edgy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say something about suicide. Well, more just about one, one particular character. So Will Smith. Right. He, he did a good job, but I'm like, I think he did fine in it. But here's my so this may be a, a, a horrible hot take, but Fresh Prince of Bel Air peak, like I think his acting career is Man. just really subpar. I don't know. I love I Am Legend. So I Am Legend it is decent. Pursuit of Happiness was his attempt at like a like a legitimately good you know serious you might be movie. Right now. It's good. Have you seen Seven Pounds? No, I oh, haven't seen. Okay, so I haven't seen Seven Pounds. Okay, Seven so Pounds is maybe that'll be the, the one that changes that on my mind. as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> but so the new Gemini Man that's coming out right now, that, I, I, didn't I haven't seen impressed. it. I, Ang Lee's kind of a hit or miss director, but I've heard it's terrible. My uh, brother liked it. Your brother liked it. Yeah. <laughs> no offense, Steve, but that doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> doesn't give me high hopes. Uh, what else has he been? But I, I don't know. I just. If you watch, because there's some scenes, not just him being funny, but, man, there's some really, like, emotional scenes on Fresh Prince, like when his dad comes yeah. back and then leaves again and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, those scenes, like, affected me. And, and even I've, now, heard, I've even heard, like, I don't know if, if Fresh Prince is old and there's a lot of episodes, but there's, like, that scene where he's, like, yelling at Uncle Phil and he's, like, talking about his dad. He's like, why didn't you want me and all this stuff? He's like crying. Yeah. And it's like really emotional, really well done. And I've yeah. heard that he like, that it wasn't scripted and he just like, yeah, on his own. I think he only had like a couple lines at that point. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of went with it and did great. 
Yeah, I think that was definitely he started high. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's it. When I think of Will Smith, I think of Seven Pounds and I Am Legend. And I, I would to. say Seven Pounds was a better performance than I Am Legend. Okay, so I need I need to watch watch Seven Pounds. I haven't so. seen Pursuit of Happiness to compare. It's a, it's a good one. I will say I've seen I've seen all of it out of the corner of my eye. When yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story real fast. When I was on my flight back from South Africa, <laughs> the guy next to me, playing movies, man, watched that movie. He watched it, I kid you not, to the last. He was talking to me before the flight. I, for some reason, was like, I'm going to be friendly and talk to the person next to me. I was like, what's, what's up? And he was like, oh, I'm just excited for the plane to go so I can start watching movies. Like, immediately turns on this movie. <laughs> I guess I've never seen a grown man be so excited to watch a movie on anything, much less a plane. But <laughs> he watches it to the last five minutes. Like, literally, like, it says five minutes. There's still content. It's not just credits. <laughs> And he, like, pauses it, sleeps the next 14 hours, and finishes the five minutes just before we land. Oh, my I word. I hope I blow up in this man hears this and contacts <laughs> me. Because I want to know what was going on. Oh, I, my When word. I am famous in however many years, sir, I hope you go back and listen to my first podcast <laughs> and think, that was me. I did that. And tell me, Please. And which movie is this? This is I think it's Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness. Yeah, either that or it was I'm trying to think how it, might it have ends. Been, it might have been Collateral Beauty. Is that a Will Smith movie? Collateral Beauty. I feel like that. Might have been. Yes, that's the. It's him and uh, I think it's like Kira Knightley or something. It was like one that. of those two. It was one of Will Smith's like okay, feel good emotional movies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's he's just had again. I'll have to watch Seven Pounds. You really but, do like that. Part of, part of it's too. I mean, I just I, I think I refuse to watch the new live action Aladdin just on principle. Yeah, that was that, a mistake. I feel like he just signs up for things that it's like, why would you? Even like people made fun of him for his like opening line in the. You probably don't know about this, but the, there was like a YouTube rewind. They do like a recap of the last year, and I think it was the one they did for 2018. Everyone hated it. Yeah, but it like starts out with him talking about Fortnite, and we were like, everyone was just like, why is this? Because last year, Will Smith made his YouTube like debut and uh-huh. started the channel. And it's kind of entertaining. He's yeah. funny. But I don't know. It It's just stuff that you're like, Will Smith is like a big actor. Why is he? Like, like you're better than this. this. Yeah. yeah. There's so many times I've felt like that. And him being a big blue genie. Yeah. Like one of those times. <laughs> well, and that character, I mean, I can never watch that and not think. Man, Robin Williams was such a good right. genie. Like as a kid, I mean that you know that's why I grew up on that. It's so. hard to replace Robin Williams. Man. Yeah, he's just. I mean, I can't imagine Theodore Roosevelt as anything else. That's why I only <laughs> probably the only reason I love Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, I'm like, I don't know, probably didn't agree with any of his policies, but what a great guy. <laughs> oh, because of Robin Williams. Is that uh, Nazi, Nazi Museum? Museum? Yeah, yeah, that's a great. That's a great movie. That iconic scene when the sun comes out and he puts his sword up and freezes and then he like screams and scares him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those, those are great movies, honestly. I think they're kind of underrated. I haven't watched them in a very long time. I used to watch them on repeat. The second one was hilarious. Yeah. The third one was pretty funny. Do you have like, so there's movies that, you know, you know, when, when they're being made, they're meant to be like great movies. Right. But do you have like a favorite set of movies that they're just they're not meant to be great. They were just shooting to be movies, kind of popcorn fun. Do you have movies like that 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 are your favorites? Do you have an example? I might. I might. Okay. So, for instance, right now, if the fast 
and Furious movies ever oh win an gosh. award, I'll I'll have a stroke. I hate them so much. But but like the first one is not bad. The first one is is entertaining. I don't know. So it's not – they knew what they were getting. I haven't seen the first one. But I watched a few minutes of one like – I think one of the newer ones. (laughs) I was distraught at the lack of like physics like being even cared about. See, I love that Like some guy like – there's like a dude coming on a jet ski on a frozen lake and the yeah. guy standing on ice takes the door of a car and hits the guy off the jet ski <laughs> and doesn't move. I was like, I don't think you guys understand momentum, but that guy should have flown Did back. you see the seventh, the seventh one? I, I mean, don't even it's know. It's bad that we're even that high of a number. <laughs> they jumped out of the, the Burj Khalifa. They jumped a car out of the, oh my the God. Burj Khalifa. I feel like, and, and I don't know at what point they did it, but they were like, we're, this is a joke now. Yeah, they. I mean, they just kind of went off Are the Those the movies were, it might be something else. There's some movie, I think it's one of those, where Dwayne Johnson is just like ginormous and like starts with him breaking out of prison. I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's that He one. like rips a cinder block bench oh, yeah. out of the ground and like throws it through a wall. I was like, what yeah, is it's this super. Movie? Super over the top. It's like the classic, like when you take a film class and they talk about like blockbuster movies that are just a bunch of like action shots that are pointless. It's basically that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, listen, those are not great movies by any definition, but they're, they're, they're fun and they're serviceable. They're, you know, if you're, if it's the middle of the summer and you've got nothing else to do, you can go blow two hours at the theater and be entertained at least. I might have to look into that. But that's that's like a its own like subcategory of movies that that I like that are that, you know most people just go watch them and don't think about it and you just go away from it. I feel like I probably have movies like that in my life. I just am not coming up with them right now. Yeah. Staying on Will Smith's performances, how do you feel about Men in Black? I probably to my own. I'm going to use the word dismay. I don't. I'm going to have to look that up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I probably like. I only have seen the newest one, and it was garbage. <laughs> the Chris Hemsworth one. Yeah, and I think I I think other people said that one was garbage, and yeah. as good as the other ones. But so is he good in those? I, I, don't I, I haven't seen the Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. I love their their kind of chemistry in the Thor. You know the mm-hmm. what was it, uh, Ragnarok? Yeah. So I love that one, but I haven't, I haven't even watched the new one. But the old ones with. Him and Tommy Lee Jones, they're good. They're, I mean, they're entertaining. They're funny. They're cheesy. Right. I mean, they're, you know, they're a mid nineties, you know, late nineties, early two thousand movie. But right. the the kind of back and forth, the just the dry old kind of crusty character of Tommy Lee Jones, and then yeah. this young hip guy with Will Smith. That's a good back and forth. I will say, I didn't like the third one. They brought in Josh Brolin. As like a young, he's supposed to play a younger Tommy Lee Jones, mm. and I, I didn't really enjoy the third one, but the first two were great. Yeah, the first two were funny. All right. So that's, I guess that's another couple movies that he's good in. I just think the movies that I've seen where he tries to be, like, you know, he's going for it, like he's really trying. They just haven't been that great for me. Like After Earth, yeah. have you seen that with him and his son? Yeah, I it's, loved that as a kid, but now I like movies. <laughs> oh, like, man, yeah, it's so like, bad. I can't even bother to go back and watch so it. It's so bad. I'm going to leave it where it is as a good movie in my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, go back I and watch it. Blu-ray, you will that again. And I will never I will break that <laughs> Blu-ray disc in half before I watch that movie again. 
oh, man. ruin it for myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That movie makes me think of... Have you watched the Planet of the Apes movies? So, the, like the like the more recent ones. I, I love know there's like a billion of them. I, I think they're so good. They're so good. I think they're great. Like, which is funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it, I never thought I thought they'd be like Fast and Furious, like sure. crap movie. Yeah. But I watched them for the first time. I was like, these are phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I, I love them. Uh, I don't know how they make them so emotional with monkeys that talk. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> and it, I mean, part of that's just. The voice work and just like the motion work that Andy yeah. Circus does is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you know who he is? I Andy Circus for sure. So he's the guy. He's also Lord of the Rings, um, Go- Gollum. Mm-hmm. That's that's him too. So he's he's I known. Watched Lord of the Rings. I probably have no oh, business talking about. Oh movies. my gosh! <laughs> Everyone, you're says starting that. at you. Oh. <laughs> that's what I need to They're do. So good. <laughs> Everyone, I uh, listen. That's my kind of my. I have a couple claims to fame. That's so that's how I'm going to get famous. I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. What's that? Star Wars. <laughs> I had to think of what Star Wars was. Oh, All the like goodness. big major series movies. Oh. I And everyone tells you something different. They're like, oh, well, this one's not good, but watch these. Yeah. A lot of, I think Lord of the Rings is probably the more popular one. So Lord of the Rings, definitely better than, you know, they did recently The Hobbit. I think from film people, like Lord of the Rings is better from nerd people. Yeah. Star Lord Wars of, from women, Harry Potter. <laughs> Lord, of, I would say it's Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter series, and then Star Wars. And that's. Probably because I haven't seen all the Star Wars. Okay. I just never got into the whole. That was on the a thing. Galaxy I never far, got into any of them. Kind of I think a lot of that had to do with I don't read. So yeah. if you, I mean, that knocked out Harry Potter. I yeah. don't think. The Lord of the Rings have books. Yeah. 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 J, it's uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh yeah. I wrote. definitely know that name. Yeah. They're really good. I think the reason I didn't watch the Star Wars, especially the new ones, I've seen the the first new one that they came out with, and it was. Mm-hmm good but i didn't even understand what's going on because i had never watched the old ones or anything like that so um i i think the reason though i didn't really get into them is just because they kind of coexist alongside like you've got your marvel you've got dc Mm -hmm. you've got star wars pumping out stuff and i can only take so much superhero and to me, Marvel has like somewhere, just, somewhere probably having an aneurysm <laughs> that you compared Star Wars to superheroes. Oh yeah, I, gosh, I can't. I just somebody's can't got take the, the Lego whole whatever like, battleship hung up on their like, ceiling, yeah, like Dwight in the office. The sci-fi <laughs> stuff, I just, I don't know. I can only handle so much. And so, to me, Marvel has the perfect formula. They figured it out with the minor misstep of Captain Marvel. Felt like they had this perfect formula and. Somewhere along the way, they're like, we're going to throw in a random constant that makes everything work. And yeah. that was Captain Marvel. Yeah. So they That's had a great formula going there. Um, but I just think those, all the Avengers and their, you know, even their standalone movies, those are so much better than anything that I've seen mm. in the little bit that I've watched of Star Wars that I just kind of was like, all right, these are going to be my movies. Right. So I kind of try to, I compartmentalize how much I watch of each type of movie same thing yeah. with horror movies and stuff I like see that. that so yeah horror movies i'm going I've, I've had this rabbit trail like i've had like three different ways i could have gone for the last like 30 minutes i don't know how long it's been going <laughs> but i'm like i've somehow held them in my memory like when you mentioned jacob uh tremble is his name i yeah. looked him up he's on before i wake have you seen that no it's on I netflix know, I it's a very there. good movie until they finish out the plot okay <laughs> It was like kind of scary, like 
I was like, oh, well, that was. Sure. And then you get to the end, and I was like, oh, well, this is. It was like a feel good thing at the end, and I was like, that kind of ruined it. But yeah. uh, it's. I would say watch it, but I wouldn't say like you got to make some time for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say if you're looking for a horror movie to watch before I wait, it's a good one. But okay. if you haven't seen the paranormal movies, have we talked? Have you so seen? I've, I've seen one and two, and I, I stopped watching after that. <laughs> so I've only seen one. Two. I don't remember if it's two or three. That is. Maybe my favorite. Uh, okay. Other than the first one. The first one was incredible. The first one. The sixth one finished it better than most people finish a series of six movies. Yeah. Um, I think like four and five were pretty underwhelming. There was and one like two the and Dark three ones were, or something like that. They started doing yeah, these hyphenated when they, when names. They did, yeah. Those, I think those were four and five. Okay. I think six also had a hyphenated name. Uh-huh. But they tied so many things together that you were like, I want to like spoil it, but I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fine. They like, it's like they find like a tape. It's so like there's so many tapes from the VHS, and sure. they find a tape, and somehow I don't even remember, but there's like a recording of people like watching them, like so it's somehow they're like seeing people from the past watching like tapes of the people in the current movie. Yeah. I don't even remember how that worked, but it was so good. So this is, I mean, I feel dumb even saying this, but. <laughs> The reason I thought the first one was so terrifying is because I I legitimately thought that was found footage. I didn't <laughs> like I didn't check anything before, so I didn't think that this was like a fake there, you're movie. Probably, I was like, you're probably in good company. Well, you're probably not in good company, but you're probably in big company. <laughs> yeah, I was There's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And so I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, everything I've thought about, like, is there something else like going on out there? Like, I'm like, I'm wrong. You know, I was just terrified. It like shook me. And then I started, I I remember going to IMDB and I was like, wait, that's wait, what? And so that, then kind of my fears were gone. But I I always bring this up. The budget on that movie was like $11,000 and it netted like 2 million. Really? I think, which the following movie budgeted like two million yeah. and netted like two hundred. Can you imagine if they? So can you imagine their budget two million dollars off of eleven thousand yeah. dollars? <laughs> I was and I was gonna say. I mean, if they have the budget, even even if you just just look at inflation and the market for scary movies nowadays, mm-hmm. imagine if their budget was eleven thousand dollars and they they make that today. Right. I mean, you're talking I mean, just the an growth on that amount. was like, and it's essentially. I mean, it's probably comparable to like one of the Avengers. Oh yeah, like I think those were like two hundred million dollar budget, yep. two billion dollar revenue, something like that. Yeah. Which the amount made is obviously more, but in comparison, sure. I don't think there's a lot that compares to like the percent of what you spent versus what you made. The ratio. Do you know how, like did the budget? I mean, I'm sure the budget increase. That's what happens when you make a good film. But right. what's like budget and revenue on the other ones? Do you know like the it's, later ones? I don't know off the top of my head, but like they jump the budget up a lot, which okay. it doesn't even look like it. Like the huh. second movie, they make some like pots and pans spontaneously fall. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. I don't really know where the budget came from. It's still like a solid profit on most of them, I think. Um, but it's not, none of it's as good as the very first one, which sure. my, I, if you are impatient, which I am, but somehow I got away <laughs> with it. The first one won't probably suit you. Yeah. Like I showed Cade, Steven and Wyatt last year. Yeah. Um, shout out to my old sweet mates. <laughs> They're not listening. I guarantee it. Steven, Steven <laughs> listens. Wyatt will start it and Cade will make fun of me. Uh, that's, that's right. Cade won't listen to it. <laughs> um, but 
we watched it. I made him watch it. I think Gabe had seen it already. And Stephen and Wyatt are complaining like the first like 45 minutes. It's so boring. Nothing's happening. Which it's true. You're literally just looking at nothing for the most part other than like a time lapse. And someone stands up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then, which I think is honestly yeah. so good. Like the suspense built for me. Um, but man, the, the, the end, by toward the end of it, when things yeah. are really starting to build, well, it's like, oh, I'm getting sick to my stomach. I think I need to leave. <laughs> I was like, and I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you've ever looked into it. They may be, they're one of a, a short list of movies. I don't know why other people don't do it. They use yeah. infras infrasound, which is like sound below what we can hear. And it's been proven to like give people unsettling feelings weird like and i i don't i I can't guarantee it but i would i would see reasonably attributing yeah their ill feelings or whatever toward that which i think i i don't know that's those movies give me a feeling that other movies don't and maybe it's because i know that i don't know i mean considering the fact that i what i was i thought what i was watching was legitimately like Mm -hmm. happening when she gets drugged from the bed and down the oh. stairs, like that was the most terrifying thing That's, I've seen in movies. I think my, I think Katie talks about that. And like, yeah, she's like, I can't watch this movie. I, re- I remember, I don't remember where I was, but I remember literally like the, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up when she was screaming. And, and again, I probably, it probably would have happened regardless if I, if I would have just known that it was just a movie. Mm-hmm. But my idiot self, like thinking it was <laughs> a legitimate thing, I was. I remember th- like being just deeply like distraught <laughs> over this this like, thing that's oh taking place. And then gosh. she comes back up the stairs, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, I could have had a heart attack." And then I honestly, I entirely lost my train of thought. But those are the only <laughs> like those are the only movies that I like. After they're over, I'll still feel kind of eerie for the next like little while. Oh yeah, I'm like, why? I don't feel good. Yeah, and I I love that. I mean, some people are like, why would you induce that on yourself? I'm like, because yeah. I know nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> That's like one of my friends that lives in this dorm is like, why would you want to watch horror movies? Like, why would yeah. you want to induce fear? And I'm like, because it's fear that you know has no consequences. Usually, right. you don't want to be afraid because right. it's from something, so you're gonna die. Yeah, but this I'm like, no, I'm not gonna die. So, <laughs> but I think that's what. So when you get a feeling like that, you you know you've got a good horror movie. It's like controlled fear. <laughs> yeah, I I think though, and again back sort of bring it full circle. Just this modern day like jump scare where you kind of know what's mm. coming. Horror movies are best when you it's unseen. You're not sure. It's not a. There doesn't even have to be a a jump scare necessarily, but it's just this tense. Mood. I've I've seen movies that are probably classified as thrillers that are better horror movies mm-hmm. than something else you that's, know, that's considered like, a horror movie. If you combine like Jordan Peele's directing with like yes. Paranormal's level of suspense, yes. and I don't know. Oh my gosh! You like, there's one other I always think of that would go well to just really tie it all together. Yeah, but the sound design in A Quiet Place, you use that on any movie. So good. Uh, when you watch like, A Quiet Place, do you still see Jim? A little bit, but I feel like he did, he did a good job of getting for someone who played nine seasons or whatever of yeah. that show, and I've seen it nine times or eight. Yeah, I've, that's a lot of hours to have, have seen you, him as Jim. Have you watched the Jack Ryan on oh, Amazon? I, you sent that to me in, a, in my message, and I meant to talk about that. I so, have. I watched season one last. Okay. Me and Kate watched it in a day. It was like eight <laughs> hours. 
I think he, I think he's one of those that is starting to kind of shake off. For someone who has a very iconic role, he does right. a very good job of getting out. Of it, I yeah. would say it's a yeah. pretty. I mean, it's hard to do anything else. Yeah, but he's doing a good job. Of it. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's a rabbit trail. But they're all they're all everything. Do you have <laughs> Get Out or Us? Wow, that is. A- you got to take one and leave one. I've got to take. I think I have to take Get Out because okay. that movie just shook me. That was what excited yeah. me for us. Yeah. Uh, I think Us was still a fantastic movie. Like, yeah. Definitely up there in comparison. I, I think I would pick Get Out I think, first. I think I'm in agreement. I, I think so. Us was really good. I think it was the, really I think well the made, plot of Get Out was superior to Us. Yeah. Us was really good still. But Us was also... So, or, you, what, us, was, us was funny, but to me, I thought... I meant to say Get Out. I think Get Out had this level of like really comedic, like perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And like, I so the, that's what, which Peel talks about that. If you ever yeah. watch interviews, he's like talking about how he just wants like just enough comedy to like make you feel yeah. relieved for a little bit. And then he like brings yeah. you back in. It's like the funniest, you know, like what to me, it's like subtle stuff. Like you got the, the, the dad, the, the white guy that mm-hmm. he just says stuff that like, white people say to try to make black right. people feel more right. he's like i he's like i would have voted for obama for a third term and you're yeah. like yeah like that's hilarious like you like people really try to say stuff like that you know yeah. so i don't know it's funny but it that movie yeah. was good in that like you you kind of knew it was happening like you sure. understood because why would they be making a movie if it, nothing was happening yeah uh but the actual the whole mind switch thing was that yeah. like that did a really like that. I didn't see that coming at all. No, 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 I no. Like, I did, yeah, I didn't. Either. I knew something's gone down. I never dreamed it was that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which also, feels good about pushing it farther than you your imagination actually. Took. Yeah, yeah. I think us probably had a little bit more confusing concept, especially I, when you figure out like what's going on at the twist mm-hmm. at the end. That's recent enough. I probably shouldn't spoil that. But when you figure out what's going on, and you it, it causes you to kind of rewatch the whole movie mm-hmm. in your mind. There's, there's quite a bit of loopholes. There's yeah. quite a bit that you watch back and you're like, yeah, but this just doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah. and again, maybe Which, that's too deep, you know, to think about it. Yeah. But. I haven't heard as many interviews on him talking about that. That was the thing. Get out. I felt like I, like there was a definite answer. Yeah. Which sure. us was more up to interpretation, which is fine and good. And Right. People do that well, and I think even Jordan Peele did a good job with it. Yeah. But I don't like – I want, like, no loopholes, multiple options. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do. And it right. felt like there were loopholes for every option. Yeah. Yep. So I was just I like, agree. I don't know. How I, like, it's like this seems like a solid, but except for that one scene. Yeah. There was, like, a few different ways you could have taken things. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but great. I mean, to, I mean, to start out with those two movies – yeah, like the, the, for that to be to your directorial debut. Young while he's starting. <laughs> it's. I have you watched any of the Twilight Zone with him that he's been yeah, doing? They're not good, man. Oh, man There's a couple episodes that are good. They're like so. The first one I thought was really good with Probably Adam Scott. Shows and he can't put as much time into a show right. as he does into it. Right. So I don't know. I need to. I need to go back and watch some more of them. I've only watched a, like two or three of them. I think shows have demand, and that's why they usually aren't that good. Right. You have to like rarer that it shows like well thought out because I mean yeah. you have to put out another season next year you have like there's a lot more time limits on shows than movies yeah so I think people kind of rush them 
Push yeah. the office effect is such much. Yeah. The next hour of this podcast will be the office. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the office did like such a good job of it, the, the continuity. There's not, there's so few things that you can really be like, yeah. oh, well that didn't add up. They didn't do that from back then. Like they didn't keep that. Like, other than like Pam's mom is a different actor, which is right. just like, right. which whatever. Yeah, th- those are little MacGuffins that you just kind of throw away, and you're like, that's fine. And it's you like, know, it's, no, a, it's not even like a serious thing. It's a comedy anyway, so you don't even have to. It's like, who cares yeah. if they, like, continuity's good anyway. Yeah. But it was. And so, like, everything seems to, like, line up for that movie. Like, everything checks out, pretty much. Yeah. And I'm never, there's not a lot of things, because I'll get caught up in, like, okay, that's funny, but that's not, that's not, that doesn't go with that earlier. Right. And I don't feel like there's a lot of that in office, like, anywhere. Oh no! I mean the 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 office is probably as close to flawless in terms of just a long running show mm. that's got this continuity, but just hilarious the whole time. Right. Um, it and to people me, complain it, about like this is not this is not a spoiler. The office has been out a very long time. When, yeah. <laughs> when Michael leaves, like they're like, oh, it's not it's not as good. And honestly, it's like a different show. It like, is. It's. But different. I think they're equally great shows. Yeah, I love them both. I look forward to getting towards the three last three seasons or whatever it is. I think Goodbye yeah. Michael's like season five or seven. Yeah, something uh, like that. And I, I look forward to each season individually, other than season one. Honestly, yeah. The only season, thing I like about season one is the basketball episode. Yeah, the rest I, are not. That I've bad. told several people you gotta watch off. You gotta watch off. Every one of them, it never fails. They'll come back. They're like five episodes in. They're like this show is not good. Right. It's just because objectively bad. If you've ever watched. I've watched a video about what happened to the office in season one and two. Like yeah. they talk about how they did too much of season one was like the UK version. They're like, well, the UK version didn't work out. So maybe right. And they talk about like Michael, like even his parents, like his collars all choked up and he's like kind of the bad guy. Whereas in yeah. seasons two and beyond, he kind of has like a, a, like a likable thing at the end, like a reason to like, like you kind of just don't like him in the first one. No, I, I and hate it in the first <laughs> And Packer was too much of a main character in the yeah, first one, and no one likes true. Packer. Even like I'm a huge fan, but I don't like Packer. I do. Who do you hate more, Packer or Gabe? <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely as much as like wishing someone wasn't in the show, Packer. I don't even like Packer's not funny enough to redeem it. Gabe I, is hilarious. I don't know, man. Gabe he, is like my least favorite my skin show. Crawl, and I think uh, he's so funny. I can't because stand Gabe. His, wow, all of his all of his things you're just like what he whenever he um <laughs> i put it on my instagram the other day he, <laughs> he they're like in the office and they're like they're like talking about something and they're like making fun of gabe saying he has no power and he's like oh yeah what would i do oh joe they're creating a hostile work environment stop them <laughs> and he's like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. comments about his relationship with Aaron. That I, just, just I don't know what it thing. is about him, but I mean, from the moment that dude came on the screen, I was like, I'm going to hate this character. <laughs> and know. sure enough, I, I mean, I never gave him a chance, but even when I see him in other things, I'll be like, there's yeah, Gabe. I, mean, I hate that guy. I, don't know why like, I have no idea who that guy's in real life, but if I saw him, I'll feel like I wouldn't like it. Which if that was a game. directional choice, like to make you feel that way about him, then he did a great job oh, for acting sure. it out. I mean, for sure. Definitely got the body type. For most <laughs> office fans are in general agreement. Like most people hate Gabe. Yeah. As a which character. I think is so funny. I think I'm one of like a few people that like, uh, just like, I obviously I feel what everyone else feels yeah. in terms of like, uh, he, he's just, yeah, 
uh, makes your skin crawl. But I mean, don't get me wrong. It's so like, funny. Like Packers sucked. I mean, we're like we're not. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, but Gabe is. <sighs> Gabe's just another level of awful to me. I don't know. <laughs> He's, so... <laughs> He's so bad. He I so. A lot of people, if if you like The Office, I've, I've you see kind of two things. You either don't you like either can't stand Parks and Rec, or you you love it, and and you just have a, a pick between one or the other that's better. I think The Office is the better show, but I do laugh a lot when I watch that's the Parks thing. and Rec. Uh, it's kind of I don't not to ruin your statement, but I don't I don't feel like I fit in either of those categories. <laughs> okay, uh, I. Definitely, I Parks and Rec just underwhelms me. I'm like, this is the same show, but not as good. Yeah. And so, like, I'll laugh when I watch Parks and Rec, but I'm always like, I'm not laughing as hard, and I'm just like, I wish I would rather be watching The Office. I think I'd laugh harder if I watched The Office. I also think that the continuity of The Office that you lose sometimes Parks and Rec can just seem like one-off episodes at times. Yeah. And the storyline over time, yeah, they're not as connected, but. I mean, you have like the iconic character characters like the office is like pretty unmatched. Oh, sure, sure. But like, I mean, you have great characters like Andy mm-hmm. and Ron Swanson. Chris Pratt, you can't remember yeah. I mean, that was his breakout stuff, and that was great. And then whoever decided to put Ron Swanson and April together mm-hmm. in a lot of scenes, yeah. that was fantastic. Um, but like, again, he's one of the main characters in the show, M- much more main than Gabe is for the office. But I don't like Tom Haverford. I can't I stand Aziz Ansari in that in I that role. I don't like him very much. So, to me, he he occasionally made me laugh, but I'm just not yeah. a fan of him. And he had such he's such a big character that it almost like it brings down the show some when mm-hmm. he's in it. So, great um, show, but not not quite on the level of The Office for sure. What's your opinion on John Kazimakis on The Office? Uh, I'm impressed if you know who that is. I. Remind me who he is. Robert California. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whenever, so whenever black, he's black leaving. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? David comes back and he's like, John, John Kazimakis. Yeah. And he convinces him to like, <laughs> I, yeah. like go tutor or take care of like 18 to 25 I year old guy all about or whatever. I, yeah. I he's I like, they're he's... so uneducated because of their pure development to their physique or whatever. And everyone's like, you're going to go help underprivileged gymnasts <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> And he's like, yes. He's like, David has generously offered one million dollars. Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot. I mean, I forgot all about him. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I think he's yeah. like some people are like hate him. I think he's such a good character. I think he's so funny. Yeah, he is, man. He's a good he's actor good. too. Like in Blacklist, I haven't yeah. seen the whole show, but I've liked him in the Blacklist. The, his voice is so good. He's very like. Maybe not iconic, unique. I don't know. He's like, yeah. there's not a lot of people that sound like him. Yeah. Do you like him or D'Angelo Vickers better? I think I like him better, but I think I think, <laughs> I think Will Ferrell only being in for three episodes or two was, or whatever yeah. was perfect. Yeah, it was, that was like a good just thing. Enough. They shouldn't have left him in there. That was a good He's call. He's such a dominant like comedic <laughs> figure that you can't leave him in that, that space for very long. He's like, <laughs> he gets in there and he's like, you... He talks about, like, I love the Midwest. He's like, you may know them as Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, Arizona. I simply know them as heaven. 
<laughs> he talks about he's uh, talking about the West Coast. He's like, you want to go whale watching on the East Coast? Incomparable. You might as well bring a magazine called the West Coast Whales. Because <laughs> <laughs> you so I can't remember, but does he have a? So does Will Ferrell have a shirtless scene in the Office? Yes, he does. He, I think, I'm pretty sure he. Oh, maybe he doesn't. I think he comes in whenever he comes. I know he wears at least a hospital gown. Okay. But I think when he comes back in from the the hospital and he's like had his like brain bleed or whatever from the <laughs> from the basketball dunk, I think he ends up with his shirt off. Okay. So, I someone had told me this and they were like, "Hey, there's there, there has never been a Will Ferrell movie where he hasn't gone shirtless just at, at one point." And I've watched back throughs. I mean, I've seen probably every every Ferrell movie that he's made he for the most part. Out? Oh, he takes a shower now. But I think he, I think it's, I think he like always. I mean, he's one of the. I mean, my wife. I can say this because my wife says it all. He's one of the ugliest human beings like there is. <laughs> she thinks he's hideous. <laughs> but it's just so true. funny because he's like shameless. Like I will just oh, yeah. rip my shirt off. You know, he's so, he's just so funny. I don't know if you've seen the Daddy's Home movies. They're not like. But they're not incredible, but I think he's really, really funny. Oh, yeah. Those, which yeah. he doesn't have a lot of things that I don't think he's that, funny. That back and forth between him and Mark Wahlberg is really Which they're, funny. like, great together. Yeah. Anything that they're together. Yeah. Uh, whatever. the other guys? Yeah. I'll that movie's fantastic. That movie. Whenever they're yeah. talking about the tuna fish and the lions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we have constructed a series of breathing apparatus yeah. out of seaweed, and we will hunt you down. <laughs> he's like, didn't see that coming. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> I love when he's like, Cap, I did my first desk pop. And he's like, <laughs> he's like screaming because his ears are ringing. Yeah. Like, I did my first desk pop. <laughs> he's like, did you just scream America before you stepped on the gas? <laughs> I forget about that. He's like, I did. I did. Oh, man. I don't know how much of that movie is improv and how much is scripted. But I think a good portion of it could be improv. It's uh, so funny. His scene in the office whenever he, but Michael's like getting, starting to get jealous and he's like talking about the, he brings in the peanut butter sandwiches and he's like throwing them out and he's like, Oscar. <laughs> and then he's like, you're getting nut particles all in the air. And he's like, screw like all upset about his allergy. And yeah. he, uh, he's like, last time I had peanut butter, I was itchy for three days. And Jim's like, wait, so you don't like die or anything. He's like, no, Jim, everything's life or death. I like to feel comfortable. <laughs> like, I think that's one of his best scenes in the whole. Oh office. man. Anything he's in, man. It just, he, whatever. I mean, the, com- the comedy level of it just immediately goes up. Yeah, so funny. which you know, you've watched. Oh, wait, no, maybe it's not you. Have you watched the Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee? Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah. The, whenever they talk about, there's, I don't even remember who he's talking about to, but he talks about Will Ferrell was going to accept an award for Prince. He's like, <laughs> Prince like got an award at some, like, maybe the Oscars or Grammys, I don't know. Yeah. And <clears throat> Prince wasn't there to accept it, and like, he, so no one came up. And Will Ferrell apparently has talked about like he was just gonna walk up and accept it as Prince. You know, he about like how perfect that would have been. He did that for Tiger Woods. Really? Yeah, he accepted an award for Tiger. I think best male athlete. He accepted was it like the a award. Thing? Yeah, that one was planned. It wasn't. It wasn't improv. Probably got the idea. But yeah, it was. It's hilarious. You can watch it on YouTube. It's a. Yeah, sure. It's funny. But yeah, Will Ferrell man. He's Seems great. like hour fifteen. Should we cap it? <laughs> Yeah, That's, yeah, we should probably cap that, like man. Will is a good place to end on. Good, I feel good like people are end. probably tired already. So. We've got we've got tons of movies that we've 
got to go watch I'm now just, to yeah, catch up. Both so. of us have like hours of content to watch now. I got to watch Seven Pounds. That, I would say that's the first that's thing. That's the I one. I think Room is probably the one that I got to watch next. Probably, she yeah. One R- Man, Room or Lord of the Rings? I can't believe yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, people kind of shame me. Lord of the Rings, you can feel more people are upset about not having seen it. Yeah. Uh, but it, like in terms of overall movies that were made to be great, Room. Room is the one you got to watch. Okay. So I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Um, I've never closed out a podcast before, but uh, I guess this is this is it. Um, tune in next week, probably Sunday. I, hopefully, I release to this on Sunday, and there will be a weekly Sunday release. Um, next week, I don't know who I'll have, so tune in to find out. <laughs> but uh, I'll get somebody and record a podcast before next Sunday. Um, and that's it.